Welcome back to Love, Life, and Legacy, a podcast dedicated to helping you navigate these hypersexualized times. And in today's episode, I'm interviewing two people, very special people, Hideaki and Hori. Now, these two guys are on the opposite ends of the accountability partner spectrum. One is the accountability partner, and the other one is receiving accountability from the other. It's a really inspiring story about how two people of completely different backgrounds and age groups, kind of demographics, have forged a bond and a connection that will last eternity. It will withstand the test of time. Not only that, but it's really helping both of them to become better, happier, healthier men. So let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody. We're here today. We're going to talk about accountability partners. I've tried to sell you guys on it before. I think Sammy has at some point in time, but it was just us talking about it. And it was something somewhat hypothetical. Some of you jumped in and got an accountability partner because you got it, but a lot of you didn't because it wasn't fleshed out in three dimensions. But we have human beings here, legitimate, bona fide human beings. I've certified them as being non-cyborg. They are totally human in every way, shape, or form. And they've created this bond, the accountability partner and the accountable person. I guess we don't have a good name for the person who's accountable. Coming from two completely different places, but thanks to this age, they've connected to the internet, formed a relationship that has, it seems to have had a really amazing impact on both of their lives. So let's get into it. I have two people here and they're Jorge or George. Do you prefer Jorge or do you prefer George? Uh, Jorge is fine. Jorge. Where are you from? I'm from Uruguay, South America. It's a little country in the south between Argentina and Brazil. And I meet Hideaki in Ocean Challenge Program in Kodiak, Alaska in 2019. So we spent the program together. He is a professional photographer. He's an amazing guy. And he feels something like in his inside within a relationship. So even we have a gap cultural he can be my son right he's very (laughs) we have not the same age and we have not the same culture but still we have this amazing relationship with the uncountable partner yes and if you can't tell everybody listening this man he's got the gift of the gab he's a good speaker that's why his last name is mendez exactly like karina that's her dad they're both very amazing people and so who else do we have on the call what is your name and where are you from My name is Hideaki Nomura. I'm from Chicago, Illinois. Nice. And so were you in High Noon at all or any relationship with High Noon before you went to Kodiak, Alaska and met Jorge? I mean, one time High Noon came to Chicago and then I did some of the video work for that. But other than that, no. Then I met Uncle Jorge at Kodiak. That's amazing. So we were in your space. We came, all the whole team (laughs) came to Chicago. We sold it. I was sweating. I was working so hard trying to make you know things happen. I remember you helped to record the event, right? So you're right there in the thick of it. But still, it wasn't enough to kind of convince you to kind of get accountability. But so what was it, if you could think about meeting this man on a boat in Alaska that kind of pushed you towards seeking accountability? Well, when I first met Uncle Jorge, he was someone like right off the bat, I fully respect and trust and that he's someone that I can be honest to and open up. And I remember one of our first conversation was, do I struggle with pornography? (laughs) 
I'm like, he's got no, Uncle David's that. spirit, clearly. <laughs> yeah, so I was just like, whoa, like, he's going right into that this topic. So, you know, I, I kind of, like, talked to him about that. And, you know, Uncle Jorge, he also is looking out for us younger guys because our goal is to get blessed and married for the future. And, you know, we got to really prepare for that. And so, yeah, I feel like during that time in 2019, I didn't have any accountability partner or anything. I didn't do any high noon program or anything. During that time, very on and off. Sometimes I'd be good, sometimes no. So, like, you want me to talk about, like, why I chose Uncle Jorge? As well, it's, it's interesting. Like, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of people in your life who ask you deep questions. And uh-huh. it's, it doesn't always seem like your information's safe with them or whatever. What about him in particular and his approach allowed you the freedom to kind of be honest? I just had this vibe or this, I just sensed something from Uncle Jorge that he really wants the best for me, honestly. Like, he's not the type of person that will make fun of me. I mean, like, we joke around, but not, like, mess around with me or, you know, make fun of me, like, and to put me down. But he really wants to uplift me or uplift other people. And that's sort of, like, the feeling and the interaction that I have with Tim is, like, he really wants to uplift people. So that's the vibe that I got from him. And he's someone that, like, yeah, like, I really respect and trust him so I can open up to him. There's some sort of intuition there where you just yeah you felt like, I can trust this guy. Okay. And then, I mean, from your end, Uncle Jorge, because I would love for this to be relevant to both men who want to be an accountability partner and also those seeking accountability is this something you do often? Do you just like open up conversations like, hey, do you struggle with porn often? Or did you feel there's something special about Hideaki that you could ask him this kind of question? Do you have some rapport? The relationship is with everybody is different, right? Some people, you have this feeling. And especially with him, he's so perfect, so nice. And then if you arrive to some age and then you ask, okay, are you ready for the match? And they start to escape to that answer and you know well and uh, yeah you you know what happened right like how much are you in love of pornography and you own self-satisfaction it's simple like that it's simple math but it's everybody different so but you felt like he was pretty clear in his mind and his heart he just seemed like a clear guy it's amazing person it's so amazing guy but we develop this energy of giving love, especially the sexual love. So it's a right moment and then you have to feel it. And then if you don't have this sensation, it's something wrong, it's something happening. That energy is throwing away from some way. Got it. Okay. So from your end, I'm just trying to contextualize this. From your end, Uncle Jorge, you felt like he was just clear and that he could give simple answers to simple questions. And from your end, Tidiaki, you felt like you could trust this guy because he had good intentions. There's some sort of level of intuition that guided you to feel like you'd be safe to tell him the truth. Yeah. Okay. These are important elements, right? We're trying to piece this together because when we ask people to seek accountability, a lot of people are too afraid to talk to their parents. They don't really know who they can trust. So it's good that there's no clear cut answer necessarily, but there's some sort of invisible intuition involved in this, where you just at some point have to trust somebody. And for you, it was the fact that he was asking questions about you and seemed to listen to you and seemed to care about you and that kind of thing. That's the key word, care. I mean, the care is the start point to everything. You can be like very, the best smart guy, the very articulate I don't even speak very good English. I'm not smart and I'm not like very sensitive person, but I care about him. 
I care about others too, right? Like this is not an exclusive relationship. So the people understand if I give us some advice or I listen them, it's because I care about them. Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you. I think, yeah, care is basic 101, but a lot of people skip that. Okay, so then you're on a boat, you ask you this question, and then are you just going straight into like a deep sharing on a boat in the middle of the ocean or what happened? I think we did like some deep talk after we come back from the boat. And then, you know, it's like after dinner time, then after we close the day, then it's just like everyone's doing their own thing. Then that's when me and Uncle Jorge would just like kind of have conversations here and there. Deep so talk. He, he planted the seeds on the boat and then you guys talked about it after you ate the fish that you just caught, basically. Yeah, pretty much. After a year and a half, something open up and put our relationship in our next level. Yeah. Okay. So that's start point in 2019. But in this year, he called me and it's after like several months without connection. And he called me, how are you, Uncle Jorge? How, how is the weather over there? And I said, okay, well, what's, what's going on? What's going on with you? What happened? And then it's taken to that a very high, different level, our relationship. So after that talk, you just kind of had a heart to heart and then you parted ways. You went back to Chicago, you went back to Uruguay, and then you didn't talk for about a year and a half. And I mean, then- yeah, so pretty much what happened was like after we met in 2019 and, you know, a whole year and a half went by and it was like two months ago. Yeah, April 2021. You know, I was just going through some stuff in my life and I just needed some answers or clarity and literally the first person that came to my mind that I should reach out to to get some advice was Uncle Jorge and so it was really random out of the blue I messaged Uncle Jorge hey Uncle Jorge are you busy can I call you right now and he was just always available just that availability and that sense of like someone is there and Uncle Jorge is that person for me that's like he is there for me so that I was able to call him and you know we talked for a while just kind of like told him what I was going through And he just gave me a lot of great advice and gave me a lot of clarity. And that's sort of, he planted a little bit more speed. He's like, hey, uh, you should look into the High Noon Ascend course. And then I looked into it and then, you know, I decided to do it. So if you could identify the need that you had at that point in time, you were kind of like struggling with stuff inside and you needed help to sort through it, or you just needed somebody to share it with, or like, what do you think drove you to make that call? And to ask Um, him about the weather in Uruguay. (laughs) Well, what I was going through was, you know what, Uncle Jorge wants the best for us. And especially for me, the next chapter in my life is getting married, getting blessed, creating a beautiful family. But, you know, I was going through some stuff in my life. And I truly thought that and believed that Uncle Jorge was the person that I could truly be honest to and be open up fully. And that's why I called Uncle Jorge. Yeah, I mean, I, that's I, simple. I, I like it. Yeah. It's just like I needed to talk to somebody and you called somebody. That's honestly one of the greatest, most important survival skills that most people don't have. They haven't developed the ability to reach out. They just try to figure it all by themselves. And they that's not how you do it. I was struggling for like two, three days. Couldn't eat, couldn't sleep properly. And I was, you know, during that time, I was just all in my thoughts, trying to figure it out myself. But then out of the blue, something just told me like, reach out to Uncle Jorge. And that's what I did. I just reached out to Uncle Jorge and it just went a lot better from there. <laughs> okay. So what what happened at that point? You guys had a conversation. You said a long conversation and then he made a recommendation to check out Ascend. But at what point did you guys kind of solidify your relationship as accountability partners? I think like a week after that initial call, 
I didn't like do it right away. I think it was like a week after that call. That's when I decided to like actually like, oh, okay, like I'm, I'm going to do it. I was 100% committed. I'm doing this course. And to be honest, it wasn't for like pornography or masturbation, but it is something I, I still needed in my life, sexual integrity, you know, like it's not just the physical act, but, you know, spiritually, like if I have thoughts and, you know, thinking about sexual thoughts in my mind, that's still, I'm still not pure in my heart and my mind. So that's still something that I truly need to work on as well. That's why I thought the Ascend course is still a good course for me to take. And then, you know, one of those videos where it asks you to find an accountability partner, that's when I was like, oh, wait, can Uncle Jorge be my accountability partner? So you know, I asked him, I was like, can you be my accountability partner? And then he said, of course. And then that's, that's what happened. Nice. How did that feel to be asked if you could be his accountability partner? It's a big responsibility. Since the call, that call originally, we was doing something like that. Like, how are you? So I was reaching out to him and then, how are you? How did you feel? Did you talk with your parents? Did you do this and that? So I was checking on him where he mm -hmm. was. So he said, oh, okay, I start high new pro ascent course. And it was a search class. And then he said, they asked me for have an official accountability partner, and we are doing this already, so let's do it officially, and that's it. We start from that. And being asked this is, like, very nice. It's a big responsibility, but at the same time, we need to listen the person who will reach. You need to listen. You need to make him think where he is or what he's going to be, and so... I didn't do like nothing miraculous, like so smart thing. I just say, let the guy talk because it was a message every day at the same time. But once in a while we was talking. So we have a conversation. So he was very clear and he got the ascent call for right, like hundred percent there. He really takes serious, really serious the program. And for that reason, he takes so much advantage for this. And so that was, what, two months ago? Yeah, towards the end of April, yeah. And so how has it been? Your son-in-law, Uncle Jorge, is the one that got so excited about having this podcast because he was so inspired by the kind of rapport that you guys were creating. So I'm inspired to hear that, but I'd love more details about what have you been getting out of this relationship? Why is accountability worth it as a participant? Like, why is it worth reaching out to somebody and telling somebody what you're going through? And as an accountability partner, why is it worth your time to do this? I'd love to hear that. What have you been getting out of it? I feel like the benefit of having an accountability partner, like a really good accountability partner, is this sense of, or just like this confidence within yourself that you can and you will overcome any struggle or any challenge because before I met Uncle Jorge you know or like back in the day when I was struggling with pornography masturbation it was more like out of my own will like oh yeah like I don't need porn and then like try to overcome it myself and you know sometimes it would be okay sometimes it wouldn't like when I slip up I don't really tell anybody even though like people have told me before like oh you should get an accountability partner it just kind of like slips right through my mind like what and so I never really acted upon that, like I should get one, but it was more out of like my own will, my own power to overcome my struggles. And I didn't really go anywhere. I think if anything, I got worse with yeah. my struggles. 
And then once I officially reached out to Uncle Jorge of being, of being my accountability partner, that's when it's like my confidence in myself just went up. Like I can overcome it. I have overcome it. And it's like every day when I report to him, it's my 100% honest report and I'm taking it very seriously. You know, on a scale of zero to 10, like I am one today, I'm two today, you know, whatever I was feeling that day. And I was just being very honest, like this is what I was thinking of, or this some thoughts popped up. And since I took the course seriously, it was telling me to create good habits, be careful or be aware of your environment. And I was telling Uncle Jorge, I was in this kind of environment and it kind of led me to this, but I was able to do one of my good behavior, good habits. And I was able to kind of like feel a lot better. So I was just you know, that consistent reporting to Uncle Jorge every single day just really helped a lot. So like have a pure mind, you know? Yes, I know very well. We used to be called Pure Mind Online. I don't know if you remember <laughs> back in the day. Do you know why we stopped? Well, first of all, High Noon was a better name, but do you know what the initials are for Pure Mind Online? P-M-O? Yeah. What is that? It means porn, masturbation, orgasm. It's <laughs> the exact opposite of what we... <laughs> so anyway, we changed it. So it incentivizes you to see yourself every day and take stock of your thoughts and because you're going to be reporting it. it. To me, it sounds like you had somebody together with you instead of doing it by yourself. Yeah. That was the main advantage. And what about you, Uncle Jorge? What was it like as an accountability partner? First of all, I want to say, because he said that April, right? Like we did this 90-day course, ascent course, in 40 days. So we make a 40 days condition. Yeah, because it doesn't make sense. Like it was from April to now, it's not 90 days. So sure. we make a 40 day condition. So most of the time, he will do it two classes and then he will report in the morning after he did the class and at night how he was feeling. So it was amazing. And in the weekend, he was doing three. So he catch up in the 40 days. 40 days was very nice number. And inside that, he make a three-day fasting. So he takes seriously, he takes us and call to a whole new level. And for me, it was, I had to push myself because the essence was inside, right? Like inside of him. And he has just covered some details, small details. In total, was big, but it's just little detail in these 40 days, he was covered. So he was like a very high standard. I had to push myself to be clear. And then maybe sometimes the house was on fire, but I had to be focused on this report. I had to be focused on this. And it was not a big amount of time. It was very short time, but it had to be like meaningful. And I read careful and I say, congratulations, go ahead. Let's do it. Find a good gift, like a good emotion. <laughs> And I, yeah, are awesome and, and I keep working, but I have to work in myself too, right? Like I cannot say like not be, it's impossible to continue with the bad habit yourself. If he was getting all the benefits of the course, as in course, then I was the same idiot. So it's, I have to push myself to that. That was very good. So you were kind of receiving his reports, but your main role was to give him some light support and then to take care of your own sexual integrity. Yeah, my own life. Yeah. Right? The, the standard is not only about sexual integrity. It's about how relate with my family, how relate with my parents, so how I use my energy all the time. So it's uh, something like you 
has to keep working on that. And um, integrity in the whole level of the meaning, Take not just sexual integrity, which is very important, but it's amazing in so many ways. That's really cool. And so in those 40 days, what was the biggest thing that you learned about yourself, Hideaki? Or learned about sexual integrity or learned about self-awareness or accountability? Like, what were some of the biggest takeaways that you got going after it? Because you went after it. I've never heard about that before. I'm about to start a boot camp and like really pushing people to take 90 days more seriously. But I'd never heard of somebody doing 90 days in 40 days. So what did you get out of this experience pushing yourself so hard? What I gained out of this? Yeah. My biggest takeaway, I would say, is that Sexual integrity is possible. If you really, truly want it, then you have to invest 100% into it. And when I was watching through the courses, and then when they're talking about you have to be aware of yourself, be aware of your environment, I took that very seriously. I like wrote down you know, all the things that might give me slight triggers or urges in my thoughts too. Like Even though I don't struggle with it physically, like watching porn or masturbating, but still in my thoughts, I still struggle with it. You know, like sometimes like fantasizing, you know, things like that, or seeing people on the streets, looking at them inappropriately, things like that. Like I still struggled with that. And so that's when I literally took it seriously. I wrote down all the things that might've caused those triggers, you know, food, TV, or social media things like that. I, I took all that down. And I try to eliminate all of that during this whole 40 day condition. So, you know, I deleted Instagram. I stopped watching certain TV shows. I stopped using my phone in certain places. I stopped eating sugar just because it kind of gives me that urge sometimes and the thoughts. So like sugary snacks, treats, all that stuff, ice cream. I just eliminated it. And yeah, I learned that I can do this if I'm willing to invest 100% and also, you know, report to my accountability partner how I'm doing high and just being able to see like the progress that I've made. So nice. And how connected did you feel to his process, Uncle Jorge? Like, did you feel like you're right there with him, that you're growing when he's growing, this kind of thing? As soon as he called me, I figured out like a program to take this guy to the blessing. And we did this because in 10 days, starting the program from Ocean Challenge in Kodia, right? Like we are going to be together. So I was thinking, okay, if he do this 40 days, after this, he can prepare to be matching candidate. And then during Ocean Challenge program, we can talk about matching profile, a profile of some girls. And then I will talk after the program with the parents of Hideaki and then give some advice or some names. Okay, okay, this girl could be a very good fit for him. And then I see the whole thing. It was very easy for me and <laughs> called me crazy, but he's doing this very clear, right? Like you see, right? Like if somebody who will not having ice cream because his sugar, so the, he takes it so serious. Like I feel I don't worthy. Like it's too perfect for me. But now his uh, his matching profile is finished. So we are going to be there together. We are going to talk about profile, who is going to be the best complement for him. And then once we figure out, I will talk with his parents and we are going to, so it was a start point. So, sure. I mean, it's his life, right? Like I'm not going to live for him. I, I didn't do the three-day fasting, but he did. I, I have my coffee. He doesn't have a coffee. It's his problem. It's a bonus. I try to advise in some level and he will, if I ask him like a 40 and he give me 70, his benefit, right? Like his benefit. 
I mean, think about that as a general attitude in preparation for another human being. You'd want to be in your best state. You'd want to be offering your best. A lot of people just kind of have this, hey, give me my wife kind of <laughs> attitude. You know, they think that they just deserve somebody without really being ready to handle somebody else. That's very impressive. Do you guys have any more insights about this process or about this dynamic that you'd like to share before we part ways? Is there anything else about this story that we left out that you think is important? Connection? <laughs> yeah, I remember like in one of the courses, right? Uh, the opposite of addiction is connection. I just feel like I have that connection with Uncle Jorge. It just helps with that process of overcoming any struggle, you know, just strong connection. And also for myself, I have my reasons, my why becoming the best version of myself for my future spouse and future family. Just like what you said, I have to be the best version. So that's why this is like one of the first steps for me to take to allow me to be that best version of myself. Uncle Jorge suggested I knew to, to me. So that's why I'm like truly grateful for the past 40 days that I did. And even after the 40-day condition that I did, after I finished the condition, I still report to Uncle Jorge every day, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, how I'm doing things like that. So it's not only during the 40-day condition that I was doing. Sure. The time that I was, you know, reporting to Uncle Jorge, but because I value this relationship, I'm still committed to my growth. And so that's why I still report every day. Because you still want that connection. Yeah. I mean, we do say that a lot, right? The opposite of addiction is connection. I just said it today in a call prior to this, but defining that, what that connection means is really important and what you're getting out of that. Because it's kind of like, the place where you want to be, the place, that feeling of oneness, the place where there's something more than you and you feel bonded to that. And that for you, it's like, I guess, uh, kind of parental love or uncle love, some like elder brother love, something like that, that is obviously a powerful force that you need at this stage in your life. That's really important. I mean, just for anybody listening that identify, well, what do you need to be connected to in this time? Not all this waste of time and energy. Most of us connect to fantasy, to avoidance, to all this negative stuff that doesn't give us that power. But real connection gives you power. It gives you the power to get through a three-day fast. It gives you the power to kind of stop eating sugar and coffee. And it seems like you're just subsisting off of like air for 40 days or something. So yeah, but that's where you get that power, right? So that's a really good point. Anything from yourself, Uncle Jorge, about this process about? From my side, you mentioned about care and I will explain a little bit because it's something like running from my beans like it's part of my blood I used to work in a company and then the company was saying the customer doesn't care what do you know until they know you care about them so you don't need to come out with some magical solution for the customer or talk about like quantic things it's not about that it's about, I care about you, genuine, like really, really, your happiness is part of my life, become part of my life. So once you reach that level, and then I saw in high noon, right, like so many of the staff that really care about the person, the person is not a number. So it's a son or daughter of God, which deserve the happiness, deserve, and it's for some situation of their life they have they passed for some struggle and that's not original that's not what god wished for them and care genuine originally for them is like the most 
various things you can give to them together with the time. So you have a limited time of living and it is the most pressure thing. The first one is the sexual integrity, right? Without sexual integrity, it's impossible for you to have a relationship with God. But the second is you have a limited time on the earth for physical body and then you give it to some person. It's the most pure and nice present you can give. And then care, genuine care about the person is really you're doing the God's job. So it's not taking too much and it's really they can feel they can open up. Yeah, you are doing God's job. I love it. It's very true. Substantially, people are able to feel grace and respect and honor, all the stuff that we should be giving. It's wonderful. So you guys have anything else? Anything else? Any words of wisdom? Say there's somebody out there on both sides, one who's like, I kind of want to be an accountability partner. I don't know if I have the time, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or there's somebody on the opposite end of the spectrum who's like, I know I need somebody, but I don't know how to do it. Do you guys have any advice for those people? Yeah, relationship with a contrary partner is not a matching or blessing, right? Like you can try with a person if you if you don't receive their answer, you can change. Right? Like it's not a matching. You're not going to be stuck with this guy for ninety days. Like if you don't like, you don't answer the message. That's it. So it's very simple, right? But if it's works and if you get the benefit, if you feel, oh, this guy is trying hard to listen to me. You don't really don't need to be smart. I was not there, right? I'm not a, a smart person. And I don't even talk very well, right? Like I, sometimes I had to explain three times to Hideaki because my poor English. So it's, you don't need to be a like, scientist or very about psychologist to be a country partner. Just wish and care for the person. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, like uh, what Uncle Jorge mentioned. Yeah, just a lot of care, even though he had to explain certain things a couple of times. I was like, I understood. I was like, oh, okay, I understand what he's coming from just because, you know, he truly cares about me. I feel like from my perspective, for someone that might have been, might be, might was in my position, if someone that truly cares about you, or if you know someone that you can honestly be open to and they won't spread it around gossip, then I feel like you can like reach out to them, of course, and they have to be willing to help you out as well. I feel like that person would be a great accountability partner. And also like, you know, if also might be strong with it, I don't know, you guys can like grow together or overcome it together. And sooner the better, because for me, you know, I should have done this maybe like five years ago, maybe a lot, but you know, I'm 25 now and it's like, dang, I could have done it a lot sooner, saved a lot of time stuff like that so just sooner the better and put your arrogance aside because i was pretty arrogant like i can do it myself but even though i don't struggle with it that much or whatever it doesn't matter if you struggle with it a little even a little like still have an accountability partner because you never know what the relationship might turn into you know like me and uncle jorge we don't only just talk about (laughs) sexual integrity porn masturbation whatever but we kind of like joke around certain things like uh, a cool friendship relationship uncle nephew type of relationship stuff like that yeah, that's really valuable. I think we could have all shaved a lot of suffering off of our lives if we just stopped trying to do everything ourselves. But yeah, that's uh, great advice. And I hope everybody listening that you, I mean, the majority of people within the high noon sphere don't have an accountability partner. So it's time to look at why that is. Everybody should have an accountability partner for every aspect of your life that you really care about. Even if you're an extremely capable person, You still have blind spots. You still have things about you that you can't see. 
That's why we have wives to tell us when we're walking out of the house with peanut butter on our face and stuff like that. They're just letting us be decent. We need people to show us ourselves that we can't see because all we can see is we're limited to what our eyes can see. So I really, really recommend everybody, every single person who's listening, get an accountability partner. Take it from these guys. It's been a great relationship so far. And this is just the beginning. Hideaki, yeah, when you do get blessed, when you do get married, it doesn't end there. It's good to have accountability, to be an amazing husband, to not get lazy and all that. So everything in our life that we care about, get an accountability partner. I just want to say thank you guys so much for joining us today, but also for, for forging this conversation. This is the first time we've interviewed this kind of dynamic, and I think it's really valuable. So thank you. And why don't you guys just say goodbye in your own special way to these fine folks who are listening? Thank you for the opportunity for sharing. Maybe we inspire other people. It's not only about masturbation and pornography. It's a bad habit. Sometimes bad habit is uh, food. Sometimes it's uh, video games. So we are using in Latin America too a uh, uh, high ascent course to people like quit smoking. Like they're very, it's a tool for very different people. Everybody, the, the shoe doesn't give a pain and you food in the same location, right? Like this, uh, some people in the feet, some people in the back. So it can fit everybody because it's a good habit you have to put in your life. And yes, like Hideaki said, sometimes you try to be doing by yourself and be arrogant and overconfident. And it's open up with a person. What's the secret? Is you listen yourself and then you figure it out inside what is your trigger, what's your problem, what is your situation, right? Like it's just when you share with a person, you listen yourself. And then you say, okay, what I say doesn't make any sense. So if you have inside, 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 it's the same like uh, the, the frog, right? Like put a frog in a boiled pan. If it's boiled, then the frog is chomp around. But if it's, the water is cold, they will die because, and it is that, the silence of yourself, it kills you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Hideaki, anything else? Yeah, I just want to say thank you for this opportunity. I'm truly grateful and humbled to share my experience with the Ascend course and also the accountability partner. Just kind of like looking back or reflecting on my journey. I definitely couldn't have done it myself and really grateful for Uncle Jorge for supporting me in my journey. Yeah, he's very wise. He gives me what I need for in terms of growth and overcoming certain things. So take it seriously, invest into yourself your health, spiritual health, integrity. Yeah, just being able to overcome things together is a lot better than trying to like struggle by yourself and thinking that you can do it yourself. So even if you don't struggle about like with it that much, it still helps. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for your words and for your testimonies, which are invaluable. Thank you guys for listening. Please get an accountability partner. If you need help, you can always ask us. We're trying to build out a system so that you can kind of find your own accountability partner within our new app, which just launched today, which is June 22nd, but you're going to listen to this later. Get our app. You can find it in the app store under High Noon International. And we're trying to create kind of like a database for accountability partners to list themselves and you can find your own accountability partner. 
Or if you would like to find your own, we have a course on our website that you can send to them to learn about how to be an effective accountability partner. So we're making it as easy as possible. Just do it. Just do it. Okay. So thank you guys so much for your time. And uh, I'll see you next time. Thank you. God bless. Have a good one. Hey, Andrew Love here. And I wanted to plant a seed in your mind before you go. You see, a lot of people, when they start to consume our content, they listen to our podcasts, they watch our videos, they read our blogs, they start to believe in the idea of freedom as a possibility for them and their lives. And it is. You can break free from porn. You can build amazing, eternal relationships. But it requires you to make the jump. It requires you to commit to transformation. And that only happens when you invite other people into your journey. You see, a lot of people think that because I got into porn by myself, I can get out of it by myself. And that's the wrong thinking. It's not about simply removing a negative force from your life. It's about creating fulfillment and connection and intimacy with other people. So we really recommend, first and foremost, that you build a team of accountability partners, facilitators, group members, and we can do that. We have all of that waiting for you, but you need to first reach out to us. If you already have people in your life that you think can help you, we have online courses that will teach you both how to create a dynamic that works in terms of accountability. But if you don't have an accountability partner, we already have volunteers who are waiting for somebody to help. We have groups that are waiting for somebody like you. But your role and your job is to merely reach out to us and we can work together with you to create a powerhouse team so that you can build the life of your dreams. We look forward to hearing from you.